Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. Tonight's story is going to be about Chris and Aviva and Dashy and True and the adventure they go on. So, Chris and Aviva were visiting Rainbow City, where True lived. Dashy had come to visit as well. They were all about to go on an exploration adventure. They wanted to show Chris some of the strange creatures that lived in Rainbow City. Chris was so excited. Rainbow City was something completely different. Chris got so excited every time he saw something new. Look, he said to Aviva, that bus has a face and can talk. What kind of a place has buses that can talk and have faces? What are all these little creatures walking around? Some grunt, some talk. The king looks like he's made of marshmallows with police sirens stuck to his head. This place is amazing. Aviva said, calm down, Martin. It is amazing, and we want to see if we can create any creature discs from here. That would be so cool if we could have some powers from this world. True said, I'll show you everything we have. I'm the best guide for this place. Dashie said, yeah, and I'm going to photograph everything. It's going to be so much fun. Where's Martin? Chris said, oh, Martin is with Koki. They're actually in the crystal caves looking for Yeti moths. Yeti Moth, said Aviva. I wish I was with them. Oh, trust me, said True. You're going to love everything we find here. Okay, well, where should we get started? Let's start with the wishing tree, said Rainbow, uh, said True. Follow me. They walked through the city streets. All of the townsfolk were very friendly. They all waved and said, hey, hey, hey. As all, uh, as this little group walked by with Tim and Aviva and True and Dashie. Chris. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, Chris. They went through the castle where they said hello to the king, and then they went up the hill to the wishing tree. It's it's Z. Well, the king is the king of the castle. He has a wand. Z uh, takes care of the wishing tree, which is where they were going. They walked. The king is the rainbow king. Yes. Not Z. Okay. It's the Z, the king of the angle wishing tree. All right. They were going to see the wishing tree. They walked up the green hill. Chris said, wow, look at that tree. It looks like a weeping willow, but it's about four stories tall. And like everything else here, it has a face with a mouth. I've never seen a tree with a face before. True said, (laughs) yeah, and every time we get wishes, he wakes up and he does a little dance. Oh, I would love to see that, said Chris. Aviva says, I don't even know how to make a power disc for a tree. Does that even count as a creature? I don't know, said Chris, but we should really try. Dashy giggled. She had been to Rainbow City lots of times, but she knew Chris and Aviva. This was their first time. She took pictures. She took pictures of the tree, the city, the castle, and the beautiful sky. But something was strange. When she started taking pictures of the sky, she felt like it was getting dark. She said, uh, guys, is it getting dark? Chris and Aviva were too excited about the tree with the face to even notice her. And True said, what do you mean getting dark? She said, look, look, the sky's turning dark. True looked up at the sky. Big gray clouds were starting to form. 
rolling in in a huge mass of clouds. I know I'm not there yet, but okay. We'll get to the squeaky noise. The clouds came rolling in, and the sound of thunder, but not regular thunder. It was almost as if the thunder was continuous. One long, roaring rumble. Just a low... That's when Chris and Aviva stopped looking at the tree and said, Why did it get so dark? True said, Dashie found something. Look up at the sky. The sun was gone, covered by the clouds, and the surrounding area was all dark. The whole city was dark. That's weird, said Chris. Is this normal for Rainbow City? True said, No, that's not normal at all. Those clouds don't look normal at all. Chris said, Okay, so this isn't natural. Uh, what is it? True said, I don't... And just as she was about to finish her sentence, they heard a noise, like a really loud horn, deep, almost like a foghorn. It went... (laughs) It was so loud, everyone in the city heard it, and everyone was afraid. Where did that come from? Did that come from the sky? I think it did, said Dashi. I don't know, but I think there's something up there. All of a sudden, the clouds started making lights. Blue lights, red lights, yellow lights, green lights. All the clouds started to light up in different patches, almost like flashing Christmas tree lights, but really big, over the entire city. It's aliens, said Chris. You guys have aliens. True said, I don't know what aliens are, but we definitely don't have anything like whatever that is. Dashie said, well, we don't know what that is. We need to figure something out. All of a sudden, a big chunk of what looked like a rock fell out of the sky. A big piece. As big as a building. The one that killed the dinosaurs? Not that big. But big enough that it crushed buildings and houses on the ground in Rainbow City. Luckily, all the rainbow people got out of the way because they heard it and saw it coming. It made the sound as it fell out of the sky. It made a huge on the ground, pushing dust and dirt and rocks everywhere. It destroyed houses and mushrooms. Oh no, said Dashy. What's going on? Where's big rocks, big chunks of the ground are falling out of the sky? I don't know, said True. We need to go up there. Something's up there and we need to see it. So Chris said, all right, we need to get up there. But how are we going to get up there? True said, Cumulo. Cumulo came puttering from out of the sky. A smile on his face. He was a cloud that looked like he was made purely of cotton balls. Dashy and True jumped onto the cloud, and True said, Um, I don't have enough room on Cumulo for you two to come. Me and Dashy can go up, and then we can tell you what we see. Chris said, Oh, don't you worry. He took a power suit out of his pocket, and he put it on his chest. And then he took a feather that he kept in his pocket, and he touched it and touched his power disc. And then he turned into a very, very tiny sparrow. Aviva says, You may be able to fly up there just fine, Chris, but I'm not leaving. I'm not, you're not leaving without me. Chris said, but Aviva, we can't take you with us. You're too big. I can't carry you. She said, don't worry about it. She took a machine out of her pocket. She pointed it right as Chris, as a little bird, and she zapped him. I call it my portable enlarger, she said. Chris, as a little sparrow, all of a sudden went and grew really big. He was a big sparrow now, really big, big enough for Aviva to get on and ride. She jumped on his back and he said, all right, here we go. We'll follow you. 
True took off with Cumulo and Dashi, and Chris and Aviva followed right behind. They flew high, very high. They could see all of the city below them. The people were just tiny little specks. They flew up into these dark clouds that were making colors. All right, we're just about to come through. Keep your eyes open. Boy, these clouds are really dense, said Chris. True said, don't worry, we'll be out soon. We just need to look out, Dashi said. As they were going straight up, all of a sudden they saw walls. Not walls, rocks. There were rocks above them, big rocks in the clouds. And they were all above them. Had they gone any faster, they would have crashed right into them. Cumulo curved and swirled and zoomed out of the way as he tried to avoid the big jagged rocks hanging in the sky. Chris did the same thing. Aviva said, wow. Chris said, hang on. He fluttered and flapped and dived and weaved. And he missed all the rocks too. What do we do? True said, follow me. We've got to find where the edge of these rocks are. They flew as fast as they could. The rocks above them were ginormous. Until finally, they came to the edge of the rocks and the clouds. They popped out. And they said, I guess we'll go up. We're at the edge. Now we need to see what's on top of the rocks. Flying up, they came out of the clouds. There was blue sky above them, but something else that they didn't expect to see. There was a city in the clouds. But this city was different from other cities they had visited in the clouds in the past. It was held up completely by hot air balloons. Big hot air balloons that were pulling on the ground, lifting up all the stone. I've never seen anything like it, said Chris. This whole city is flying by hot air balloon power. Yeah, says Aviva. I never think something like that was possible. True said, I've never seen this either. Come on, let's find a place to land. They circled the city. The houses were beautiful, brightly colored, very friendly looking, very decorative, very ornate. The streets seemed to be made of cobblestone. The place looked very inviting and very nice, but there wasn't anyone on the streets. The city looked deserted. Let's sit, let's sit down right there. It looks like the center of the city. They came to a landing right around a big fountain, a three-layered fountain, with water still spurting out and collecting in the pool. They came to a landing. Aviva hopped off Chris's back, and Chris touched his suit power and turned back into Chris. Wow, said Chris. Look at this. Everywhere you looked, there were little balloons, like it was somebody's birthday party every day. Chris was looking around. He said, look, they're big balloons. There were big balloons on all corners of the city, bright, colorful, with patterns and shapes. Those must be the ones that support the city, said Aviva. Look at that one, said Dashi. There was a big balloon, not too far away from them, much bigger than the rest, almost in the center of the city. That must be the big one that holds up the center of the city. It must carry the most weight underneath it. Yes, it's true, but where is everybody? The city is completely deserted. And then they heard someone say, excuse me, who said that? Over here. Who said that? Chris turned around. All he could see were party balloons. Balloons tied everywhere. Then, all of a sudden, one of the balloons turned around and looked at him. What? What is that? said Chris. I am mayor of Balloon Town. But you're a balloon. Yes. Hence the Balloon Town. Who said that? said Chris. A balloon turned around. Wah! said Chris. The balloon had a face. A face that looks like it was drawn on by a sharpie. And yet, it was also animated. The eyes blinked. The mouth smiled. The eyebrows went up and down. And there was even a nose that would wrinkle. 
I said hello. Who are you? The balloon, which was behind a shrub, all of a sudden started to move. There was a string that hung down behind the shrub. All of a sudden, out from behind the shrub stood a body. A tiny body, like a small person, in a full suit with a tie. Gloves, hat, no hat, gloves, collar, tie, suit, pants, and shoes. And right out of the collar came the string of a balloon, which attached to a head that was made out of a balloon. I'm mayor of Balloon City. Hello. Uh, everybody kind of looked at him and went, um, hello. Aviva said, wait, you're a balloon. The mayor said, sure am. And these are all my citizens. All of the balloons that were hanging around the shrubs, the shops, the trees, the benches, all turned around at once and went, hello. The big group of balloons scared the little travelers. Dashie took pictures. True was a little startled. And Chris was just like, this is the coolest thing ever. All the balloons had faces. None of them had bodies, only the mare. But all of the balloons had faces and could talk. The mare said, who are you and why are you in our city? True said, I'm True. I'm from Rainbow City, which is right below you. We came up here because your city is blocking out our sun and pieces of it are falling off and crushing ours. The mare said, oh no, I'm so sorry. We're having trouble. We usually fly high and safe and our balloons work great. But something's going on. Our balloons aren't working, and we're sinking. We're sinking towards the ground. What do you mean your balloons aren't working, said Chris? As he said that, a balloon off in the distance, one of the big ones that was helping to hold up the island, went... And then it went... It burst. It burst into a million pieces, and from it came a white puff of smoke. They heard it first, and then they felt it. The ground started to tip. Things started to slide, but only slightly. What was that, said Chris. That's the problem we're having, said Mare. Said the balloon Mare. Our balloons are popping, and we don't know why. Well, we'd better figure it out fast, said True. Otherwise, your whole city is going to crush my city. I know, said the Mare. We must do something, but we've tried everything. We don't know why they're popping. Maybe we can help, said Dashy. I'm an Aquanaut. True is a member of the Rainbow community and knows how to use the wishing tree. And Chris has special powers that he gets from animals, and Aviva's an inventor. Aviva said, yeah, Mayor, can you take us to where that balloon just popped so we can look? He said, sure thing, follow me. They went and traveled through the city until they came to where the big balloon had popped. There were pieces of balloon everywhere. There was steam coming from the hole where the balloon was. The mayor said, We can't afford to lose any more balloons. Maybe one, maybe two. But if we lose that, bigger chunks of the city will start falling apart. And if we lose our big balloon, the whole city will fall. True looked around. Pieces of balloon were everywhere. There was nothing that she could recognize. Aviva, however, noticed something. She said, Hmm, I know how hot air balloons work. I can see what kind of fabric you're using to contain the hot air. What's this exactly? The mayor said, I don't know. Aviva was holding some blue hair. We don't have blue hair here. We're all made of balloons. Our city is made of stone and rock, paint, and beautiful things. I don't know where that came from. What do you guys think of this? Is this some sort of hair from a bird, maybe? Could birds be running into these balloons and popping them, and we just don't know? Martin took a look at it. He said, I don't recognize this at all. I've never seen anything like it before. 
Then, Dashie took a look at it and said, This looks familiar. I think I know what this is. But I can't be sure. Is there any way we can track the smell this hair makes? I don't know, said True. I don't know anything that can track smell like that. Chris said, Oh, 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 I do, I do. Check this out. He put another creature disc in his suit. He had his own little patch of fur that he kept in his pocket. What is that? said True. Chris said, You'll see. He touched his, his um, his power disc, and then he transformed into a Tasmanian devil. Bah! said True. What are you? Now you're like a big rodent of some kind with scary sharp teeth and claws. And Chris said, Don't worry about it. You don't have anything to fear from me. Aviva said, Yeah, it's a daredevil. And Chris said, Yeah, and daredevils have an excellent sense of smell. They can smell things from up to a mile away. I bet I can use this power to sniff this hair and find out where the smell is coming from. Oh, said Dashy, that's a great idea. Give it a try. Chris took a big sniff. And he went, Ugh, I've never smelled anything like that before. But he sniffed the air in front of him and back of him. And then he said, That way, I can smell more of that for coming from that way. There was another balloon. Another balloon on the other side of the city. All right, let's get there quick. The mayor, Dashy True, Aviva, and Chris, who was still a Tasmanian devil, ran to the other side of the city, to the balloon. It hadn't popped. And the mayor said, if this is the next balloon pop, maybe we can find out what's making it pop. Follow me. They walked around the outside of the balloon. They looked for clues. They tried to smell for things that were familiar. Chris said, whatever that smell is, it's really strong here. It's really strong. Then all of a sudden they heard a sound. What was that sound, said Aviva? What sound, said Chris? That sound. What is that sound? The mayor said, It sounds like something's rubbing against the balloon, but I can't see anything. They kept hearing the sound again and again and again. And then the sound stopped. And then Dashy heard something. She said, Shh, listen. They heard the sound of a laugh, a low laugh that went. <laughs> I heard that, said True. What was that? Then all of a sudden, the balloon went pop. <sighs> the pop was so big that all the friends were blown back onto their butts. They fell down. Ow, said Dashy. Ow, said True. Aviva said, oof. And Chris went, ow. The mare, on the other hand, blew away a little bit, but landed on his feet. The balloon was gone. The island shifted. Oh, no, said the mare. More pieces of the island are falling off. A big chunk of the island fell, fell to the ground and crushed another part of Rainbow City. We've got to do something, said True. We can't lose more of this island. We have to move it or we have to lift it. What made that pop? Then Chris said, the smell is leaving. What do you mean the smell is leaving? The smell is leaving. It's going somewhere else. Which way? Which way? That way. Chris pointed to the big balloon in the center of the city. As the smell left, everybody heard the laugh. <laughs> Dashie said, That sounds familiar. I know that laugh. What is it, said True? She said, I'm not sure. 
Quick, said the mayor. He's go. Whatever it is, it's going for the big balloon. We've got to stop it. They went to the big balloon. Chris said, the smell is definitely here. And they started to hear that sound again. Oh, no, the mayor said. If he pops this balloon, we're done for. We're all going to fall. What are we going to do? Dashie said, true, true. Do you have a wish that can make it rain? True said, uh, yeah, I do, actually. But just in a little area like this, Dashie said, that's perfect. Aviva, do you have anything that turns water into a bluish color? Aviva said, um, yeah, I have these dye tablets that I keep as part of my testing of my inventions for some reason. Can I have them, please? She says, sure. Aviva handed Dashi the blue pills that turned water blue. True took out her wish that made rain. They pushed the pills and the wish together, and it turned into a blue wish. True said, blue wish, we need rain. The wish went into the sky, created a blue cloud, and started to rain. Lots of rain. And it got everything blue. Chris was blue. Aviva was blue. Dashi was blue. True was blue. The ground was blue. The balloon was blue. And then all of a sudden, look there, said Chris. That wasn't there a second ago. There was something up on the balloon, and it was blue. It turned around. They could see it now. It had been invisible before. It turned around. It had big blue eyes that looked angry and mean, and big sharp teeth. And Dashie said, I knew it. It's the... And then the creature said, I am the blue meanie. The blue meanie, said Chris. What is that? Dashie said, He's one of our oldest enemies. We've fought him many times. What are you doing here, Blue Meanie? said Dashie. He said, I'm destroying Rainbow City. I will pop this balloon. The city will fall from the sky and crush Rainbow City below. <laughs> he took his big claws and he started scratching the balloon again. Yep. I didn't pop. But a little hole went, and air started to come out. The balloon mare almost popped his head. He went, Ooh! he was so scared. And then Chris said, oh, no, you don't. What's an animal that can shoot something out of its body to catch another animal? Well, llamas, they defend themselves by shooting spit out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of spit. Mm-hmm. We could do a llama. Is there anything else? A llama and pretend it's an animal. A lacquer tack that shooted bullets out of him. Bullets. <laughs> We're trying to keep these as slapstick violent as possible, not actual violent. Um, oh, I know. What's the name of the lizard? What's the name of the lizard that has the really long tongue that shoots out and grabs bugs and it has eyes that look in different directions? Oh, yeah. I heard of this. A chameleon. A chameleon. Okay, let's do that. A chameleon mm -hmm. and a llama. Mm -hmm. The mare, shrieking in terror, said, uh, Do something! You have to stop him now! Chris said, I'll do it. He took a power disc, put it in his suit, and he took some scales out of his pocket and touched them. Pushing the power suit, he changed he grew a tail, big eyes, big hands. He turned into a giant chameleon. Aviva First said, the llama, he would spit, and then he would put his tongue on it to cover the hole. You only to do one. You want to do a llama or you want to do a chameleon? 
Okay, he turned into a llama chameleon. So first, he would cover the hole, then he would spit on his tongue with the llama spit when the, it, the, when the tongue was on the balloon hole. Okay, alright, sounds good. Chris began to transform. He grew a long tail and a furry back. He had big web fingers on his hands and big hooves on his feet. His snout turned into a nose with a long tongue, and his eyes went wibbly lop wobbly one looking in different directions. His nose looks like the llama nose. Yeah, yeah. He said, watch this. The blue meanie started, was just about to scratch on the balloon again. But Chris went, a big lava spit came out of his llama face and went right up and smacked the blue meanie in the eyeballs. The blue meanie went, I can't see. Then Chris opened his big mouth and his tongue came darting out like a bullet out of a gun. And it went far, farther than anyone thought it would. The tongue went way up and caught the blue meanie on the stomach. And then the blue meanie went, oh, and the tongue pulled. The blue meanie was pulled down from the balloon by Chris's tongue, dragged on the ground until it went right into Chris's mouth. Did you get him? Said the blue meanie inside of Chris's mouth. What's the blue meanie saying? Said Dashie. Chris said, well, I don't know what he's saying, and I don't care. I'm not letting him out. Dashie said, that's a good idea. You hang on to him. The mare said, thank you so much. Now that you've stopped the balloons from popping, we can fix them and fly away. And your city can be safe. The four friends said, thank you so much, mare balloon. We have to go now and take care of this blue meanie. <laughs> what was that? said the mare. <laughs> Aviva says, Chris is saying it was a pleasure to visit you and we'd love to come see your city again. The mayor said, Anytime you'd like to see our city, you may come. The three friends, the four friends, went back down to Rainbow City. Chris put his tongue on the ground and then he started shooting down on his tongue. Okay, yes, Chris lowered himself. After taking the blue meanie out of his mouth, the blue meanie was covered in sticky spit and couldn't move. And so they took him and he held up, Chris held him in his hands stuck his tongue to the bottom of the floating island and lowered himself to the ground with his tongue, along with Aviva and Cumulo Lord um, True and Dashy. The blue meanie was so covered in gooey spit he couldn't say anything, and the king, Rainbow King, had his guards take the blue meanie off to jail. The friends had saved Rainbow City, and they had saved Balloon City and made new friends along the way. The End Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kid's room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. 
Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.